I pressed the record first, so you didn't tell me to. <laughs> All right, I pressed it. Flashing lights. Smoke. Hell yeah. Laura Desiree, welcome to the show. What's up, Laura? How oh, you doing? Holy shit, does that not do anything to you? I've been here for a while. Yeah. You just sat there. Is that my first rodeo? Holy shit. He's bored of it. Talk about a first impression. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. Yeah. Okay. Try not to cuss too much because we're on YouTube. Oh, goodness. But don't Apologies. worry too much. Okay. Apologies. You're a strikingly beautiful lady. Thank you so yes. much. It's almost intimidating. I like that. Yeah. Good. You, you do scare people from time to time with your beauty. Am I right? It's like the six foot tall thing. I think more than anything, it's that. And then there's always the, oh, you've got a Brigitte Nielsen thing about you. Right. You could probably crush me. Like, oh. I get a lot of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I've yeah. always, I used to have this thing with, I wanted to have sex with a lady that could defeat me. Yeah. And, and, and like a big jacked lady because yeah. I figured that could be it. And I never, I've, I've always said it, but I never even really knew what defeated means. Uh-huh. The closest I ever got is I slept with a weightlifter lady, big famous wrestling lady. She died. Oh. But at one point, not while not we're having in, sex. Okay. Yeah. okay. But I was on top and then she flipped me over and got on top and I was like, oh, here, here we go. Wow. Like this is, I'm going to get handled. But it, it, it didn't. It Would didn't. that be the ideal kind of intimacy then, intimate encounter being something of a wrestling match more than, say, I'm submissive, you're dominant? I, it wouldn't be the ultimate. I'm more of a thrill seeker. I, I want to do, because I have had a mistress for a while, and uh, I was like, am I a dom or am I a, a sub? And she's yeah. like, you just want to f- do everything. That's all you want to do. I, I'm a creature of intensity. So when I get that question and people say, are you more dominant or are you more subby? It's, I want someone to match the energy. Yeah. I want to I push and pull. I want to yeah. fight you a little bit. Yeah. 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 See, that's, yeah. And so it's that's diff- what I like. It's different for... Um, smaller people to to get that to happen with me and I didn't even realize you were that tall until right now and and that that's cool as I was cooking out front of uh, this fabulous studio I, um, so because well do you want me to mention because you couldn't get into the yeah, gate yeah please do it's a great story because she was like you're locked out and I'm like locked out of what and she's like the gate and I'm like the gate's not locked and then she walked over to the gate and I lifted the latch and opened it. It was just, the, you know what, the, oh, gate, know. the yeah. gate is just just too high. I could probably clear it if I took a running jump. Wow. Yeah. But I said, I'm not about to do that. I'm not doing it. You Did know? you see the Belgian lady doing the hurdles? No, what Belgian lady? Yeah, me neither. What's oh, going really? on? There was a shot putter lady. 
Um, is this a viral clip? Or yeah, something? it was totally. It was totally viral. So what happened is I don't know all the specifics. It was some international track and field thing, and mm. like both of the hurdle runners got hurt for the Belgian teams. They were gonna have to like drop out. So the shot put lady, who sounds like the kind of lady you're looking for, yeah, because I was gonna was say that. like I'll just do and I'll lose. And so there's this whole event that you can see the video where all oh. of these little hurdle ladies are going, and the one. Well, damn. Gigantic lady. You yeah. can say it. Yeah. She's huge. She's really, really huge. I mean, I'd, I'd pull a groin even trying that. Are you kidding? Look at this. Well, they're way better than her, huh? That's... Oh, she didn't even... <laughs> no, she's Andre the Giant. That's exactly when you said that. That's what I pictured. <laughs> that yeah. would be me. I thought, I thought she was at least going to jump sure. the hurdle. I think for her coach sure. told her, you got to do it so we don't lose, but don't make don't yourself unable yourself. to shot. Wow, that's, that's, a a, that's a sacrificial move right there. Yeah. So... <gasps> You've got many talents. Mm. You're, you've done a lot of things. You're a very pretty girl that worked in the, in the <laughs> sex industry, but you are like a, a, a person that knows a lot more than that. You have shows. You've hosted Hell several yeah. things. Hell yeah. But when people have questions, they come to you. Yeah. You, you want me to run it down a little bit? Please, so, okay, especially so, for the people. Okay, fabulous. So everyone watching and listening, I come from seven years hosting and producing for a legacy web series called Naked News. Sure. Uh, formerly Playboy TV and whatnot, and uh, a lot of people go, wow, that thing is still on. But um, yeah, I, I specialized in mostly um, investigations into sexual behaviors, uh, sexuality, great sex, the pursuit of pleasure. These are things that interest me very authentically. So um, I led a lot, of, a lot of series that went into whether a deep dive on the most effective dirty talk or whether it was, hey, how do I open up my relationship, speaking to educators, doctors, yeah. experienced folk. When it comes to sex and like what people like, mm. everybody's different. Mm. So how do you get, uh, like you know, like you just said, for instance, talking yeah. to somebody. Not yeah. everybody, especially in my experience, there's different kinds of dirty talk for different kinds of people. For sure. And there's certain things that if you said to certain people, they'd be like, what the hell? And, like, that's, and that's why uh, exposing <clears throat> yourself, pun intended perhaps, uh, to different communities that exist within the sexual sphere, it kind of gives you a gauge as to whether or not you're into whatever that community is into. So okay. until you go out and start talking to folks and hearing about their life experience and what turns them on, what gets them off, like you might not even no, it's a curiosity of yours. Yeah. Okay, let, let me ask you both something to illustrate what you're talking about. Can you give me an example, either from your own personal life or from your professional experience, of a level of dirty talk that you know is like exactly where somebody out there wants to be that would scare the shit out of the average person if it came up during a casual sexual encounter? Because I think we all know what, like, the general range is that's, like, starter kit dirty talk. But you're saying there's different stuff for different people. Yeah. Where's a place you could go with someone that would be a level that would be too far for most? Where's some? I mean, it's it's always choose your own adventure, mm -hmm. and I think good dirty talk it has to include question asking and information offering. Um, you have to put that on the table for the other person, otherwise there's nothing to work with. Um, so you know, you could obviously. I'm I'm going to make sure we respect language here. Yeah, you this know. is going to get bleeped out, but how about? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you say that to somebody that. Is like the what, C word is going to cross the line. If that's authentically right. what gets you off, then you better be sharing it. I'm just saying, you right, know, yeah, like yeah, people, okay. you want effective, dirty talk, then don't try and play a role that's not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to offer yourself. I was honestly expecting something far worse. I don't mm. know what. Well, I, I thought like you were going to be doing stuff from like the Necronomicon. 
Oh, oh well, that, see I, that if somebody did that to me, I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, hell yeah! Mm, okay, yeah. wait a minute, is that the Necronomicon? <laughs> I think that's weird. Is but that I, the, the I, Book of the Dead? You're yeah, quoting? I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah, it's details that make it really good. Mm-hmm. I find if you bring in enough detail, whether it's like sensory specifics about like how tight the grip is, or how hard the smack is, or right. you know how sealed the mouth is on said part of body, like details, yeah. temperature details, all that is so yep. necessary. So you really got to study right. the person that you're sleeping with to get the best out of it. Yeah. Like you know that person inside out, then you can do the but, things but that you, they want. You do that while you're in this heated sexting, right? You can yeah. you can you can uh, mine for information while you're in the middle of it. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, I feel like the easiest one for me is because I'm recently single and I've dated a couple of girls lately. I've, I've seen a couple and I've met them and then we kind of made out and then we had, did stuff and it was like, a, I was like, wow, this is new a little bit. And now I'm kissing girls for yeah. the first time and, and I'm like, well, this is how I kiss. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that's how you kiss. Well, we're gonna we're gonna like figure out which one's the best one for both of us. <laughs> I just force my way when that I, moment comes. Because that was the thing that I I noticed. It was, and I told a few friends already. Somebody was a little drunk, and I don't drink anymore. And when we started making out, I was like, "What is happening?" And I was like, "I didn't." In my head, I was like, "No, like this, you know, like what are you what are you doing?" Like, yeah. I don't, and I don't think I think you're too drunk to read yeah. that that's not working out. And I was 100%. like, "Oh, that's interesting," because usually. We come to a happy medium or, or the best one is when, yeah, I, that's how I do it too. You fi- you're waiting to find the rhythm. You want to see if yeah. it's compatible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that people do go into autopilot as well with maybe what was a successful past kiss and they just bring it to the next one and hope that it's a fit. Like it, you do have to have some trial and error. You're going to have some potentially embarrassing moments where the teeth smack and crack and that, that shit happens. Yeah, think- it doesn't have to be bad. No, right. Do, do you think it's a thing? Because I always, I found that I, when I was a younger man, I was pretty sure I was good. And then when I slept with other people that were like, why don't you try this or try that? And I'm like, wait, as in what I'm doing is not the best? Mm. You know what I mean? And, and I remember being in, like, it hurt. It hurt my feelings to be like, wait, I could do it better? I thought I was good at it. And then learning to do something and, and then accepting, like, I got better from the advice. And I was like, okay, I can take the the hit on you're not doing it as good as I would like just as long as you teach me how to do it better. Yeah. Like so that Growing I can, so, up, bravo. It's important But I think a lot have, of men, yeah. just based off my girlfriends, don't do that. Like, a, a, like the jamming of things in people without yeah. warming up. Like that's a total dude thing to do. Of course. Unless they have their moves. The dudes have their moves, right? Yeah. And it's like a checklist. Now we're going to move to this part and this part and this part and go to that. And you can't, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. No way, not not great sex. Great what, sex is not a one-size-fits-all. What made you, like, so that means you've you've been, you were good in bed and then you were like, I'm going to go into a deep dive of being mm. good in bed. I, I and re- now you kind of know more than your average person and you can help people get better. So that means, what made you so infatuated with getting better? Because I... Uh, like that seems like a, did you do it like I'm going to do this so I can advance my career? Or you were like, I'm just obsessed with trying to figure out how to get people off. I love, I love, I love pleasure. I love witnessing someone else reach what would be a climax of pleasure, even though it's not all about the climax, everyone. It's the yeah. journey of it all. Um, I, I'm fascinated about uh how we drop that composure that the rest of the world gets. What I mean is the armor that we wear, let's say. I totally get that. You know what I mean? It's like, 
I, I know what your face looks like mm -hmm. when you're out presenting to the public, but I want to see when it starts to contort yep. because you're surrendering to your pleasure. Jizz yep. face. And no, I totally, like, even before you turn it, on. Yeah, it is the jizz face, but even yeah. before you get to that, that's... That's the prize. Like I think that's why even like strip clubs and stuff have never really appealed to me mm. all that much because that's I, I am I am sort of like a that's like my trophy mm -hmm. is when you meet somebody and they're giving you the mask and you get that I mean the surrender is sort of the best possible word for that's it. it that's the thing that you're actually after and it's no fun yeah. if you if that's for sale no that that's it that's I like that's interesting yeah, yeah. I, it's it's to me it's it's watching that come undone you just and, made um, me realize why I don't go to strip clubs anymore. Yeah, and they're great. <laughs> and I remember, like, I've had bad experiences, but I remember being in New York when scores first really became a mm. thing, and it was like girls would have birthday parties there to show that they were super cool and trendy. And you go and you go, wow, like half the girls in here are more beautiful than any girl I've ever seen naked. I get the appeal, but that's why it never became my thing. Hey, Tully, you got any bad habits? I have picked up a bad habit or two in my lifetime. But uh, none at the moment. All I've got is a perfectly happy relationship with my fume. Right, because it's not bad, because it doesn't even have electricity stuff. It doesn't have... <laughs> no, just... and we all know electricity is the real monster. Yeah, thank you, Michael. <laughs> somebody had to say it. It's taken up till now for somebody to have the gusto. <laughs> Damn you, bag. Benjamin Franklin! Yeah. These these got they got little baggies in there, and you just suck on the in the on the on the good times. Is that what's in there? Yeah. All I know is I Wait, got. You didn't fill it with stuff. I didn't. It's been so long. You gotta load it. Oh yeah, no, I loaded it. I, ah, I, right. I'm enjoying a minty fresh fume at the moment. You always do. It's fun to suck on. It's You're fun always to, sucking on it, that over here. It's fun to fiddle with. I feel like Tommy Lee twirling my drumstick over here. I love fidgeting with it too, Michael. You do. You say that all the time. Fidgety, frankly, fidgety, I'm going to need fidgety. you to stop. No, all right. My bad. I'll back off on the fidgeting. <laughs> Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't be you, Chemo. Sabi, join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the Journey Pack today. Head to Fume.com and use the code Jason to save 10% when you uh, get your Journey Pack to Disney. That's <laughs> tryfume.com. Use the code Jason to save an additional 10% off your order today, mate. Try Fum.com. first honest orgasm, like legitimate. Mm -hmm. And it was what like- What do you mean honest? Like, the other like, ones were a lie? Come on. Wait, come most of your, on. Most, you most, so you faked it for a, oh, a, the beginning? As many of us do at the start of the journey. Do you know, I, I faked it. I faked it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's particularly funny when you're a guy yeah. that can come real quick. And I was like, <laughs> this one time where I did it, and then I, I, did, a, I did a spit. Because I, I was behind her. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it, I was like, I'm going to get busted. And if I get busted, I'll be like, all right, you caught me. But I didn't. And I just was like, okay, I'm just going to. That's, that's, that's resourceful, quick thinking. So I can right tell there. it wasn't going to happen. It was going to happen, but it was going to be like really vigorous. And yeah. I was like, I don't. I'm not into it. Yeah. But I like, we're, we're humans. End. We're humans. And in, in a but way. But that was your initial start. Well, for me, it was like, I did not know I made those sounds. I mean, I don't mean it's always that animalistic or, or you know, deep, 
gorilla whatnots. No, but I I was like shocked. Show's getting chubbed up, son. Yeah, I was shocked by (laughs) what transformation happened in me to achieve that. And it was, it, it, just sparked something. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this is, this is what right it's, now. yeah, this is what it's all about. Dang. This is why we're alive. Yeah. People should take a damn curiosity about their sexual selves. Out of curiosity about what age were you when you had that awakening? The first, like, real awakening was mm-hmm. probably, like, 19. Uh-huh. Because everything before that, you're really, like, self-conscious. I didn't let dudes go down on me for the first little bit, you know? Because right. when you're a teenager and you're, you're all like, oh, there's something. Yeah, right, right. First right. You probably went weren't missing much from those yeah. guys. No, I wasn't missing anything <laughs> yeah. from it, okay? I remember the kisses. Sure. The first time I went down somebody, I had taken some mushrooms and it was my stepmom's best friend. <laughs> and I went down <laughs> on her and it, and I, uh, it, 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 like, it was like a cat spat at me. Like it went. Wow, wow the show just chubbed down. Wow. <laughs> and it hit me in the face. I tell you, I tell this in my stand-up. I, it hit me in the face and yeah. and my age and what I because I remember going. She was like, you know, go on, and I was like, yeah, okay, but not really wanting to yeah. do it because I was like, oh, my face in it, okay, and I did it, and then she spat on me. Did like you it, know they did that? No. So that I wanted, I I would die for a camera for my face because I feel like it was like if you, like a like a dog that was like sniffing something and it like popped on their face. Like, yeah. Like I was like. Like, real, like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm definitely not going back down there. Like, I didn't know those things did that. Hello. That's, it, it can be it, a, a shock, it, especially it, when it's your first time. It was like a year before I put my face down there again because wow. I, was, I wasn't sure. I was like, Are they, is it going to do that again? Because I'm not ready for that. And then you get older, and I'm like, man, if you do that now, I'm so pumped. <laughs> you know, like, I'm yeah. like, whoa, no. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, you know, get that thing. Hell yeah. It's weird how... Time, you get used to things or because I saw it I don't know what what I saw it as but I I, I, I thought I did something wrong you know yeah. like it, was well, kind kind of a, it feels like an alarm I mean it's it's something firing back at yeah. you like but especially when you're not expecting it especially yeah. when no one ever told you that they could do that there you go which right? is which is I yeah. guess that makes sense but I wonder how many guys know well I feel like these days because of porn and people doing their their orgasms where they put a little more pee in there than they do the, the jizz, because I, I do see videos where, I know there's always this argument, it's like, oh, it's mainly gum or it's mainly peer, and I'm like, yeah, I get it, but sometimes in videos, yeah. I know what you're doing. So do they. I mean, that, that debate, is it peer, is it not? I, we don't even need to have it anymore, you know what I no. mean? Like, at this point, just, if it's there, it's there, it's great, enjoy it. And if it's not, it doesn't mean it's not great. It just oh, means yeah, that's that, not the way that works. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Right. Well, yeah. that's foundational. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty cool with like it. Like that was that was your your first one, but then you you made peace with it, it uh, over time, and because I'm, I feel like we can relate a little bit. I've yeah. always kind of been really open to learning about sex stuff. Yeah. It's never, it's even if it's bad, I'll take something good from it. And I've always been interested in finding out more. And then when I opened my relationship, and then became bisexual and mm. doing things with all kinds of people. I didn't know you could do any of that stuff. And using my butt, I didn't know you could do See? any of that. See? And I was like, if you really wanted to to feel the 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 fruits of sex, you would want to open yourself up to all these different aspects cuz there's, you know, there's a there's a bet, you know, like oh, you you put you put stuff in your butt and I I get it. There's a lot of straight dudes think that I might be like less of a man because of that, and that's cool. You can deal with that if you want to. But I'm having multiple orgasms. And if you're a guy, 
you can't have a multiple orgasm when you're having sex normally. But if you put stuff in your butt, you can. And I, I, some people are like, I don't need that. And that's cool. I get that too. But I will never let that go. Now that I know that that's a thing, I'm never going to stop doing it. There's such a resistance in our culture, even in our modern world, to, to not explore what might be a conduit of pleasure. What It's like a guilt. Of course it is. That a lot it's of people a carry. It's rooted, puritanical, yeah. church-given guilt. Yeah, okay, yeah, well that, said. That's real. Yeah, because I that feel like real. mine, I don't have it. Right. It was not instilled in me. I was, as soon as I figured out, oh, wait, sex, okay, what do I, well, how many things can you do? Whoa, you can do things. And then I meet yeah. people where they go, oh, I have this room that has things. And I'm like, wait, mm. what? Mm. And toys and restraints and, you know, the BDSM world. And, and I'm like, man, people, no offense, but there is so many levels that I, I now know. That's the good thing. About, I'm no, I don't know anything. That's what I believe. When you, when you refuse yourself exploration of something that, you know, you're curious about whether it brings you pleasure or not, you feel kind of powerless to yourself. You're like, wait, there's this area I can't go to in my own identity because I'm afraid of what I might find. Yeah. And so then you look to get power affirmed in other ways, whether it's cruelty to others, whether it's um, wow. anger or, res you know, a, a resentment you feel in other partnerships or relationships. So it's like, all I can say is if you want to free yourself a whole lot more, do some of that investigating because we all have a sexual identity. Even if your sexuality is I don't like having sex, that's still a sexual identity. For sure. You know, and like you need to be so comfortable to go there and ask yourself what might be existing in my sexual identity because it's part of our instinctual being as humans. Yeah. And there was a time where I think a lot of people just accepted that if I don't fit into one of the, you know, uh, yeah. given identities that, well, sucks to be me. Yeah. I'll just ride it out like this. And that was the way That's what that I it thought. was. And maybe some people found, I think I've known some older people who found some sort of happiness because those were the rules that they were playing by to still be doing that nowadays. Like you only live once. Think of how that compounds over life and then generationally because people that bring, say, new people into the world, a parent bringing in a kid who then has this idea that yeah. we have to be ashamed and avoid yeah. this aspect of life. Like, that's got some real negative trickle-down trajectory right there. Like, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's terrifying stuff. And it's happening. That's our that, world. That happened to me. Yeah? Yeah, that person changed completely. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I kind of understood it, though. I think they're happier where they are. And it was, and I was like, well, it didn't come out of me. I'm going the other way. Yeah. So all we can do is influence people to, you know, do this examination for themselves. Right. And but you, like, some, like, like you said, you never know what your kinks could be, but also you can find out that they're not for you too. Oh, completely. Because I feel like you know when I was uh, yes. experimenting with this person, it was very apparent. The more we progressed, that it was, uh, let's not do that ever again. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. And in my head, I was like, I really like that. Look, I, I don't like 69. Eh. I don't like it. It's not my thing. In fact, when it comes up, I'm like, I'm not doing this. It's not my thing. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm either giving it or getting it. And mm -hmm. I, I can't really break my focus and find pleasure. If I'm giving it, yeah. I'm giving it. I'm, I'm giving it my all. I don't right. want to be distracted by, oh, that does feel good. I'm sorry, it's not my thing. And, well, and that's, people, all you that's, need to, that's all you need to say. Like, right. Because I have a hard, hard time understanding that. But it's like <laughs> if you just said, like, some people don't like cheese. Right. And it's like, well, but no, but it's really good. It's like, yeah. well, 
that's how you feel right. about it. Right. See, you I don't, you don't like it. That's the reason. I yeah. understand your angle, and I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. Like I, I like add it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm down there and you want to add a bunch yeah. of stuff while I'm down yeah. there, I, 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 I like add on. No, Stick. no, I I, I keep my blinders on. I want one or the other. Right. Yeah, you know, it's too distracting for me otherwise. But hey, for others that find pleasure in it, I'm so happy for you. That's mm-hmm. great. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Each, each to their own. <laughs> we're gonna have to find something to debate if we're here high fiving everything. Well, the whole wait, way we already debate. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, I don't want to argue with her, with Mm-mm. you about it, but Mm-mm. maybe you are wrong. You know, maybe you, maybe you need to fill all your holes. <laughs> now we're gonna go maybe you're just 69 with the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. I am six feet tall, so it is a challenge sometimes. Oh, yeah. right? Let's not forget that. Right. And now that oh, can be. Wow. Yeah, that can be a weird one. Oh, you're a little bit longer. Yeah, that can. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Uh, it's crazy. You like being that tall because I, I, I've been in relationships with tall women not yeah. exclusively and I was like this is great I love yeah. that I mean I, I uh, the, the feeling I always say that like when you walk in the bar yeah. and the people like look at you yeah. and then they look up and then they look back at you sort of like what are you doing yeah. with her I'm like that's right you I said. love that and then I'd, I would see you embrace that the problem is, I, I frame think, myself in the doorway. I stand there and, you sh- and right. I eye everyone down, <laughs> and I strike a couple oh, poses man. and uh-huh. then move through to where I need to be. Whereas the, so the one girl I'm thinking of would like, <laughs> like go like this in photos, and I'm like, and I'm like, you, I know you're six feet tall. You think I don't? I don't want you to bend over no. in a photo. But I think no. the problem might be, and this is not. This is the world's problem, not this person's problem. What about the girl who's six foot two that doesn't want to own the room, that doesn't want to dominate them, that wants to her. be the pretty girl under, you know, with some guy's arm on top of her shoulder? That's challenging because a lot of the guys who are going to be into her are like, yeah, dominate me, be Brigitte Nielsen. And if right. she doesn't want to inhabit that role, then that's tough because because we're st- we're stereotyping. Yeah. A, 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 Something that we can't change. I can't change that I'm six feet tall. It works out that you are the body that you inhabit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And do I do I often fill the role of Big Spoon? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. But See, do I great. also demand on being Little Spoon? A thousand percent. And I don't care if my ass doesn't land in your lap if it hits you closer to the knee. I don't care. Right. Okay. I like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, curl cool. around, yeah, curl around, curl around, curl around. Make it yourself is, big. But it is true that you know we we eat with our eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, as humans, we eat with our eyes. We see something and we make an assumption about what it could be like to experience that person. What intimacy might be like with them. What they might be into. We might say, "I don't judge like that." It doesn't matter. We're humans, and to some degree our little Terminator senses go on and we start doing it. So yeah, when you see a six foot tall woman walking in and maybe she does have a confidence about her, maybe her shoulders are back, you're going to say that's someone who knows what she wants in the bedroom. She's probably super dominant. She's probably a little mean and has a kinky side. You're not wrong, but grant me the permission to be everything else that I am as well, yeah. which might be in need of lovemaking, which yeah. might be in need of a long makeout that leads to nothing but a good night's sleep. Or a good going over where you're like dragged across <laughs> walls and shit like that. And you're not in charge of a goddamn thing. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I can understand. You know, that. and so like again, approach potential chemistries with this in mind. That's yeah. a huge piece of advice for anyone that's, you know, looking for what connections might be available to them. Stop stereotyping it, okay? This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Do you want to bring the heat to the bedroom? Listen up, bluechew.com. Bluetooth is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis and Levitra. 
but in chewable tablets and for a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night. You can plan ahead. I plan ahead. I plan ahead right now. I took one right now. Is this going to pop off? I just feel it. The process is simple. Sign up to BlueChew.com and consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. Best part is it's done online, so there's no visit to the doctor's or office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Just come straight to your door, mate. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and prepared, shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. No one will know you've got a huge dick. They always say first impressions is important. Make sure it's a lasting impression. Blue Chew wants to help you have sex better. Chew it and do it. Yeah. And we have a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Alice at checkout. Pay just $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code Alice to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information, like how many wet to- towels to hold up. A- and I would like to thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the podcast. That's really good. Make sure you go, you guys. Seriously, if you've got a penis, use my promo code or we're not cool. Have you ever beaten a man? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Right Verbally, on. physically, <clears throat> yes. In anger? No, mm. wait. That was, I wasn't trying to go there. Yeah, I mean, not in a fit of passion. <laughs> I don't want to hear like about an it. Actual, no, I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about sexual <laughs> beatings of men. Absolutely. Uh, are we talking uh, a boyfriend or a hired to be beaten, humiliated? Uh, what these, are... It's been, uh, there have been combinations of, but, um, you know, I, I, I love my legs. Yeah? I love the length and strength of them. They're and strong, so, are they? Yeah, there. Uh, it's it's wonderful to get. Fucking asshole. You know, you can you can lock a lot between them. I think really keeping the thighs strong is just a great weapon to have readily available. Yeah. So, it's like um, advice. Yeah, but I also love a good slapping. I love to slap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love verbal bullying. Yeah. Okay. Like I have an OnlyFans page, and I attract a very submissive subscriber. I bet. Constantly, I also feed into it. Okay, I'll do photo shoots and content where I'm like, you know, literally greasing my fist. So they'll they'll get into that. But wait, you fist people? They, um, you know, what? I actually haven't actually fisted anyone. All right, I have. Well, I'm sure you have. I Good footed somebody the other day. Yeah, footing. Yeah. Ooh, footing. Ooh. I never ooh. would have thought I would have liked that. Yeah. Right. Did you point the toe as you put it in? Did you the to, arch have a nice little swing to yeah, it on and entry? Yeah, you got to rotate it as it goes yeah. into. <laughs> I'm a foot person, actually, so that's a turn on for me. Turns out I am too. I had no idea. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I constantly get surprised with like, wait a minute, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. I, I get a lot of requests, though, for like verbal assault. Like, well, what's the, do you get specific Small stuff? penis humiliation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those guys, I know. those poor sons of bitches. Oh, my They know friend. exactly what they want. I'll tell you that. They know exactly what they want. I had a, a subscriber do video sessions with me, and his great fantasy was to be fully castrated and made completely Wait. useless to the world. And so we had to find really unique ways to come close to that fantasy without putting anyone in danger. So, you know, I had some really fun, wonderful sessions saying, 
there's that knife in your kitchen, right? We're just going to feel the temperature of the knife against you. We're not going to drag it, but just feel, is it cold? Okay, is it serrated? Okay, cool. Um, where are those scissors that you have in your drawer? Great, let's just take those out and maybe open the blades and lay yourself between them, but don't pinch it. Um, and this was enough stimulation to just really satisfy a fantasy and do it safely, because yeah. obviously I would never permit or in, enforce or even indulge someone in actually doing that. Are you worried there are that some they... awful stories I'm sure you're familiar with where people have of course. engaged in Are you worried I've, about of course. some of those people snipping when you tell them not to? Well, we're, it was a video call, so I would have, you would have lost access to me, and I think that's the greater threat. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I'm going to hang up this call. But he's told you he wants them off, and then you yeah. go put him in scissors. And, and if, well, we're going to come close to Is he jerking off when this is happening? No, it's it's all it's, in the it's, in it's, the mind. It's in the mind. Does it's he still have like a jizz face when you tell when you're telling him all this? Yeah, there's a, a very, um, it's a, a substate of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's that look of ecstasy that's yeah. maybe a few moments away from a drool starting. That seems very, fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a, it's a an interesting headspace, right? Because uh, it's total surrender, but um, it can be very blissful yeah. and quiet yeah. and warm. Now, a lot of people are going to listen to this and say... No, they're not. Somebody who... <laughs> somebody who uh, their greatest sexual desire is to be castrated... Mm. That person is crazy. That's not an uncommon conclusion. Oh, for I, 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 I could not, I could not agree. Some people with that. buy Skechers, and I think that's crazy. Yeah, I, it's it's an intensity thing. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't define what the element of it is that makes it so exciting because it's not my fantasy. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't really think it's a a wild one. It's not a weird. It's not the weirdest one. Okay, what's the weirdest I know, one? I knew you were going to go there. Hey, you set it up. I knew, I did, I really did. The weirdest one, I mean, I, I get sent a lot of scripts that people want then read back to them. And so cool. um, I've, which is, I find so fascinating. They have their entire thing already laid out in a script and then I just read it. And it's cool. like, how easy is my fucking, yeah. my day? Sorry, guys. Yeah. But that's so good yeah. for them because they've, this has been growing inside yeah, of them for decades. Yeah, they've been working hard on it. Exactly. exactly listen, I always, I always want people to put articulation to their fantasies. Yeah, I think right, it's right. so important. So it's like, yeah, build up the words for it. So I don't know if there's like a weirdest example. There's people that just have a grand vocabulary for maybe their obsession with BBC and the fact that they worship it to this level. And I, I read these long scripts and I go, oh my goodness, this is like a an erotic possession in your mind. Yeah. Um, I, I marvel are they any at good? it. Some of them are really good. Cool. Like some of them, I'm like, you should pursue this. <laughs> yeah. Like this, the, the grandeur of your vocabulary yeah. is right. astonishing, right? right? So they've really put in some work. Yeah. And I actually, I commend them for that every time. I say, you know, um, especially if I agree with it. If I don't agree with reading, if there's something in the language that I say, I don't want to be a part of this, I always have the right to refuse it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, but usually I say to them, this is phenomenal. And yeah. I, I applaud you. And do I they, really do. Like yeah. people try it. Okay. Like try it, take out a thesaurus. So what is the what was the we, did we get to the creepy one? The creepy ones, I mean, you would be you. This will not live on YouTube if we go to the creepy ones. Okay, well, thanks for warning us. Yeah, this it's probably is probably a good idea. This is, I mean, you there's, save for Patreon. Yeah, there's a very 
dark and disturbing world that's likely informed by, say, the deepest corners of the dark web. Do you, do you engage with those people? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. my God, bye. I was going to say, you're gone at that point. Seems to be the general consensus. Oh, you're, I mean, if, am I fascinated by it? Do I think about it afterwards? 100%. But I would never entertain it. Go. No, no, I no, can, no. I can relate. Uh, I won't, I'm trying not to ruin YouTube, but... I, I I have the Grinder app, and one time somebody said something to me about licking me, and that was I clean, or, and could I not be? And I was like, what what exactly are you trying to say? And then my suspicions were correct, and he was you know trying to eat something, and I was like, okay. can't you? Can't you get because now I'm engaging, but I'm not engaging because I'm going. I'm engaging because mm. I'm like, are you real? Like, are you really real? Because yeah. I thought that if you did that, you would get sick. Oh yeah. I mean, listen. There's and, you and know he that, seemed to talk back to me in a way where I was like, this dude's not joking. You know that there's scat book in Europe. Right. What's really? It's I haven't covered it already. Uh, it's a it's a hookup for. I don't, please don't even pull it up is all I'm yeah, saying. No. Yeah. no, we're not typing um, it in. No, I don't want to know what the first part is. The book, so it's an app. It's a con- it's an app. People meeting people oh, wow. over, a sh- over a shared interest. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. And obviously that, you know, that genre doesn't even exist in the content available legally in yeah. this country right. because that's a hard limit. Yeah. Um, but like in Europe, oh, no, no, there's like communities connecting you for it. There's all kinds of parties, events. Yeah. It's, uh, I never trusted Europeans. They yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Big suspect, right? Whoa. <laughs> Bless them all. My goodness, they know how to uh, really experience themselves. My huh? friend went to a club in Germany and they had mm-hmm. a pool full of pee and they were all swimming in it. Yeah. I've heard of these stories. I've heard of slip and slides where eh. a bunch of people just get the ground real syrupy with their you know oh, what. Oh, wow. And then a couple people decide to just body slide through it. That is living, isn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that is, really, like that is when you're like, I do not care. I am just having a good time and whatever happens, happens. Like, I, I, I commend those people. Yeah, yeah I'm happy for them. <clears throat> and I always kind of wonder, I think a lot of people who live that sort of alternative lifestyle live in an alternative world almost all the time and my paths wouldn't necessarily cross theirs, but I know that's not 100% true. And I'm like, well, I don't know. If I go through my phone, I'm kind of friends with like 250 people. How many, I don't think I know anybody who's ever done a crocodile mile in yeah. a Berlin whatever club. Uh, yeah. But yeah. the odds are... I know somebody like that, and I don't know that about them, they right? They live in an alternate universe, you said. Well, I think that there's some people who, like, live in a certain neighborhood, uh-huh. and they, they're out at night more often, the certain neighborhoods of New right, York, where right. you can kind of pass them on the street and go, I bet that person gets up to some pretty weird stuff. But they're just not a mainstream person. They're, living, of- on, they're <clears throat> living on the fringes of society, but then you hear the stories about, oh, yeah, this guy's got a wife and kids and blah, 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 and you wouldn't believe what they get up to in their spare oh, time. definitely. I, I can honestly tell you I'm not that guy, but maybe my best friend is, and he's just never been like, well, I, you don't need to know that I like in washing t- myself, slipping around and pee. I and feel like that might be the correct answer because that dominatrix friend of mine, yeah. uh, Isabella Sinclair, yeah. she says... That most of the clients are businessmen. Yeah. And they want stuff where I go and go, they what? Wait, they pay you for that? And she's like, yeah, they pay me for that. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking, that makes no sense that you would pay any money to be locked up in a little cage for mm-hmm. eight hours, mm-hmm. then brought out and spanked and put back in there and mm-hmm. humiliated for yeah. another ridiculous amount of time. I'm like, what? That, how do you even have the time for it? Like, aren't you tired the next day? <laughs> 
And I'm so happy for these people. These people make oh, for sure. a lot of money and they're very successful. And when they get a, a break, they go there. Right. And, and that they have this option to do it discreetly. Yep. And that they're able to Right. Have, Nobody knows. It's paid. It's legal. Right. Everybody wins. Right. right. Well, and I mean, it's safe. It's, not all of it's entirely legal, unfortunately, right, but right, that's sure. that's a massive, massive undertaking to break down state by state what is legal in this damn country when it comes to sexual experiences. Right. But, um, but no, I'm I'm happy that there are individuals that say you have a burning curiosity mm -hmm. about experiencing something. You do have places to go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. There are professionals that are willing and and readily available and well versed yep. in what it might be that you're interested in. Life changing, yeah. right? And, and say what you will about the internet, it's very much a mixed bag. But it's never been easier to, if you think you're kind of curious about something, mm. learn more about it, learn about the right and wrong way to do it, and connect with professionals that are this oh, way. Yeah. Like when I have a collection with. of symptoms and I type them in and find out that I'm dying of like you know yeah, yeah well, the, the heart arrhythmia, whatever. Is maybe right? even worse than Twitter. Yeah, in that exactly. Regard. It's no, the same as fighting. If you roll. <laughs> with somebody that is a white belt, they're going to hurt you. Yeah. If you spar with somebody that's just started, they're going to hurt you. Yeah. Or, or you're going to hurt them. I thought a white belt was the beginning. It is. People that are, people in the beginning are the most dangerous people to spar with. Because Why? It, because if you spar with somebody that's been doing it for as long as I do, if I catch you, I'll, I'll let you know, but I won't ring your bell. If you're an amateur, if you throw as hard as you can because you're trying to be as fast as you can, you don't know how to take any power off your punches... So oh. every shot, and it's usually like a thrown in an incorrect way, which means it comes from a strange angle that you're not used to, so it can catch you and hurt you. And then same in jiu-jitsu, if you're in a move and you're like you, you're scrambling to get out of like an armbar or, or a choke and it's a certain kind of person who is just going to yank on it no mm. matter what because mm. a professional will catch it and apply it slowly. And then you have time. A, a, an amateur, a white belt, is just going to yank on anything, and that's how you get tendons torn and yeah, yeah, yeah. and really get hurt. I, I get, that. I, 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 totally see that. Everybody in MMA knows this. Like, if you're a guy that's like, I'm, I've been doing it for a couple of years. I'm going to come train with you guys, and, and and the coach will go, not with these guys over here. They're new. Because new people... But don't you look at the new person and just see a bunch of really calculated, typical new guy moves? Like, oh, there's that flail of desperation. It's, like, I, I don't know. To me, I'm like, there's no finesse. There's no skill. And you being the master of it, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you just... I'll tell you what. It's more like if I'm training and I've got a fight coming up, I'm not going to roll with some dude who uh, is going to do something stupid that isn't really how the game's played and I tweak my knee a little bit. Huh. Like there's certain things where guys don't, mainly guys too, where they, they just kind of push and pull. They don't really know what they're doing. Mm. But sometimes you can be in the middle of trying to get out of something and because he's doing that, you can tear something and now you're out of the fight. Same sounds, same, like sex. Yeah. sounds like same sex. Same with sparring people. But you can yeah. get cut if somebody hits you in a, in a, in a bad way. Yeah. But if you're sparring somebody that is a pro who knows you're fighting in a month, if there is an opening, you make a mistake, he's not going to sweep your knee. He's not going to, okay. like, cut your face. I'm, I'm just going to pull everything together real quick here because I actually love this. It's like going to a professional dominatrix versus exactly. having your girlfriend me. pick it's up. It's like going to me because I'm going to turn it back into me. I went to Isabella Sinclair, yeah. Yeah. learned a bunch of stuff, yeah. and then I was like... Babe, yeah. get in the bedroom. I'm right. going to start doing stuff. I'm going to beat the crap right. out of you. And then I whipped, her, I whipped her in the pussy. 
and it was over. I, my BDSM days, she never let me try it again. See, I see that because all the time couples I are like, went let's under spice the leg, it up. It flicked like, up. If you don't know what you're doing, yeah. You, you're probably going to hurt somebody. Yeah. I see it. Okay, I, I yeah. get you. I, I get white you. belted her right yeah. in the bead. Yeah. <laughs> so what about when you hear from couples, if there's a couple and they're like, you know, we're doing the usual stuff everybody does, yeah. getting a little stale, we want to spice it up. What is the first best one-size-fits-all advice for people to... Uh, to ask each other what each one is masturbating to separately. Huh. Mm. Figure that out because it's it's a lie if you think your partner's not doing it. Yeah. We all find time for self-pleasure because nobody does it like we do it to ourselves. Right. And you got to find out what they're fantasizing about, whether it's content that they're watching or whether it's a way that they are securing pleasure for themselves, whether they secretly have a new toy or whether, you know, they can't stop thinking about that scene in the movie. Find out what they are pleasuring themselves to. You I guys have a question. need to bring that out. Yeah. If you are in sexual relations with a girl and mm-hmm. she is moving in a weird rhythm or a little too fast off the get-go, how do you get the message across that you should calm down a little bit without, like, making it happen physically? Oh, this, this one's really going to blow your mind. So you ready? Yeah. This is going to rock your world. You go, hey, hey, hey. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, so I know that one. Yeah. You talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah You go, okay. what would Billy D. Williams say? Yes. But you don't want to be, okay, okay, <laughs> You're okay. You're not going to break the mood. Okay, now, this the has happened is, to me them. where I, okay, but that is a, such a fine line where if I go, hey, 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 yeah. hey, calm down, calm down, just, just, let's just work it out. Okay, I know, I know she knows what I'm, what I've said and she's going to feel insecure <laughs> about that. Okay, you ready for the ultimate thing? Yes. You make it about you in that moment. I need us to go a little slower. Oh, Say wow. it because it's what you need. And yeah. it doesn't make your partner feel like they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You're being honest. <sighs> yeah. It's well, not that you can't handle it. It's that you would like it to slow particularly down. Particularly yeah. in that situation as a guy, oh, that's almost too good. I need you to slow down puts it on you. On you. you know uh, I mean? Yeah, but that... You that's can also not what try. I, was thinking. You, I know it's not, but that's what I'm, sometimes you gotta oh, tell okay. some white lies. Lie. And also, you might. This might be a situation where you consider what's colloquially known, colloquially known as like a poop sandwich, a compliment uh-huh. sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, that's so great what you're doing. But could you blah 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 compliment on the back end? You know what I mean? Oh, but, okay. but I also have such an injured man fetish, like an injury, <laughs> a broken rib. I just need to press on it. So unfortunately, you'd have to be very clear with me. Like I'd be into that. A bruise. I'm always hurt. A sensitive, a strain, and if you, and a if you, something. If you knew I was hurt and you were poking that, <laughs> I'd be so boned up. I'd be like, it you are not such, seriously trying to do that. Oh yeah, we played a game. We, came, we played a game at Pictionary before you got here with another guest, and, and Tully wrote down bruise, bruise correctly, and because I'm so illiterate. I was like, what is that word? <laughs> and then he wrote and then he wrote it down for dum-dums. I wrote it phonetically. Bruce. Yeah, but, and then, and then, but, then, but then secretly yeah. I went to him, I I fake punched my leg and went and he went, yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Because right. I still wasn't sure if it was the word bruise. Sexually we communicate terrifically. So playfully, if someone were to say to me, I need you to slow down, I honestly I would say, Well, what is it? Is it doing something to you? Is this too much? And I might have a little bit of fun with that before I actually do slow down. But then I would actually slow down. You're kind of of chopping at me, though, (laughs) by saying that. (laughs) Now I regret that I said that. (laughs) Should have just gone with it. It's not fast. It's not... 
Okay, sometimes it is. Sometimes girls get giddy and it's yes. just like, bah, 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 and I'm like, it, it, not, not yet. You, you know, guys like, do the same well, thing. Well, I'm old, I don't. So, you yeah. do the same I thing. We say that hammer. we're close. We say that we're close. And then suddenly that means up the tempo nope. with whatever. It does not. Sometimes, <laughs> hey, sometimes it does. Nope. Uh, me. It's more like up the intensity. If I know anything, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You the, know? the same, but more. Yeah. Right. But like, don't completely take yeah. us onto the freeway. Oh, I understand vaginas are very temperamental. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a thing that's about to pop, don't. Move anything. Don't change anything. Don't change anything. Because it's like as soon as you move off the whatever the button, you were hitting the button. Yeah. And now you've just switched it up. Yeah. And their minds have got to be all connected and stuff. And you just threw the whole thing off. Completely. I like the song I'm listening to. Right. I don't need it to change. You know, I like this groove. I like this. It's interesting to know that though. I feel like I've done that in the past for sure. Maybe I didn't catch it, but that's kind of half the point. Well, it's also you get excited. Yeah. That's the other thing is it's exciting, right? It's like, oh, wow. You're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to come and I'm like, oh, that makes me the winner. Yeah. Uh." Yeah. (laughs) Go crazy. You're just excited, right? Like, I I get that completely. We're almost at the finish line and you're in front. That's human. (laughs) That is a human response. Go, go, go. Yeah, whoops. Goodness. So your pod is... Licked and Loaded. Uh, yeah, Licked and Loaded was uh, a show that I actually just wrapped. So okay. I did um, three years with it, and it was interviewing guests in the pursuit of their pleasures, mm-hmm. people that were, you know, unapologetically uh, smutty or sexy or interesting and, and sex positive. Uh-huh. Um, I had a wonderful run with it. I really liked it. Who's your, I mean, not was the best show, not was your favorite guest? Like, what's the first show that comes to mind that really struck you because the guest brought something intriguing, unusual, striking to the table. I I had a lot of fun with Jim Norton because... That was um, not the answer I was expecting. (laughs) Well, you know... Obviously, we commend him for the comedy and we commend him massively for, you know, taking us to some of those dark areas of the subcultures and the fact that he owns a lot of his sexuality. But, like, we had the chance to talk about it. And that was really dope. I really liked that. But I, you know, also had a great time with Lady Bunny because drag queens are also, Mm -hmm. you know such leaders in living your truth. And so having that chance to speak twice with Lady Bunny, who's like the icon of, of drag icons, um, it was heated, it was sexy, it was great. I also love talking to anyone that makes a living as like an expert or doctor of sexuality. Um, I interviewed a woman that makes her living basically equipping people with any form of Asperger's or on the autism spectrum with what they need to feel confident navigating sexuality. And I hadn't really, I hadn't even considered that life, that reality, that there are people that might not know how to navigate sexuality based solely on, you know, what, what they're dealing with in their life and what, what, circumstances they have to exist within. And so I don't know, it just like, it really rocked my world. You know, it really like, I, I remember almost crying on that one because I thought, wow, what a, it's, it's a human pursuit. We want connection. 
Yes. You know, we want... A, right, but that's a category of person that we've right. opened our mind in so many other ways and that doesn't... Right. That's not a category we think of. Right. I mean, now there's Netflix shows that are all about individuals on, you know, various ends of the spectrum, but... And we are seeing, you know, the, the dating realities of their world, but this was before that, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I was not aware that there was anyone making a living helping people in this situation actually get the satisfaction or the, you know, even just the start of their journey with it. How are you with stinky people? Stinky people? Yeah, like your your BO, your pheromones. This is really... Because um... one time we had a doctor come on, a sex specialist. Yeah. She came on and I was in New York. Yeah. And she was like an older lady. Yeah. She was but, definitely a but doctor. She, was still, she had the jacket. She was still hot. Like, and I was like, you might even be hotter now than you were when you were younger. Because yeah. it was just the... the being a doctor and being a sex doctor and ha- had the glasses and, I, and I, she had the craziest bo ever. Wow! Like it was re- like I was closer to her and those guys were off and they couldn't smell it. And I was trying to tell him in the interview like yeah. a couple times I was like, like as in <laughs> is it, can, you, when I pull this face, are you not immediately knowing that yeah. my face is? Can you smell that? Because right. it was <laughs> I, I, like I train fight I train with fighters. Some guys don't wash their gym bags. This yeah. chick was on fire. Like, it was really okay, potent. but some stinks are very compatible. Well, here's, here was the thing. After she left, I was like, did you guys smell that? And it's like, I'm like, come over here, because she, where she was. And, and I started smelling it more, and I was, I really wanted to bone her. So and, it I, was, and I was like, this smell, I don't, li-. when it first hit me, I did not like it. I was like, wait. Are you, you have a suit on and you smell like B.O.? How is that even possible? But then you became... Aroused, sexually aroused from it. Yeah, because sometimes it's a match. Other times it's not. And we know instantly, we're like, uh, no, that it's not working with me whatsoever. Because I've noticed in the gay community, there are a certain group of people that really like that. And it's like, I forgot the word that they use. Oh, it's like an armpit thing. But I've been to a couple of leather daddy bars where... I'm like, you guys got to be joking me. Like, that is... It's potent. It, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. like one, of, one of you or all three of you that I just yeah. walked by is ag- <laughs> against soap. And, and, and a lot of guys are like, that is what I want. Like, get it's, But that. it's amazing what it activates, right? Yeah. If it is your thing, my goodness, it sends you into that trance. You're so you're spell. saying that some people, are, that is, that's never going to work. No, because some, for some people, certain pheromones in combination with your own olfactory senses, it's not a match. But So some BO, I could be like, hell no, and some BO would be like, hell that's yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. Some of it really is like exactly what you need to get your motor going. But other people, oh my God, no, no, we signal that as an absolute no, yeah. no go. I've definitely been around women that had a certain kind of smell that I was like, even if everything else was perfect. Mm. I'm super down for B.O. So chicks. It's funny. I was just reading a chapter guys, on this. An yeah. amazing book called Perv by Jesse Baring, talking all about um, uh, sexual behaviors, sexual deviances specifically. And uh, it, it's, it's a real phenomenon that when we are in the sexual trance of it's about to happen, we're aroused, we're moments away, we're just locked into that zone. We know that zone. There are certain smells and behaviors that we are more likely to be okay with. You know, like if you asked me to eat someone's ass just right now, because they're out there on the street and they come in, no. Mm. But in the throes of that erotic possession, 
we do a lot more than we would in other settings. Yeah. Even the spit smell. That's right. We accept different uh, um, scents, different... They did a study where basically uh, they lined up five women and said, you know, um, how many of you spit and how many of you uh, swallow? And, and everyone swallowed. Okay, well, if I were to hand you uh, a cup of semen right now, would you take it? And everyone said, absolutely not. That's disgusting. Mind you, in the moment... It goes without saying. Yeah, right. It, it just, it goes. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, right. and that's what fascinates me is that when we are in that state, like, what, who are we in that moment? Free. Right? Free. Yep. There's that's some, how I feel. there's some smells. Like, if you smell a rotting human corpse, you're not, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe Each to their own once maybe, again, yes. Maybe it's still a turn on, but yeah. um, I, I, don't, I don't know if that would be a turn on for a majority. I think that would be an alarm system inside yeah. of us. I right. hope so. I thought the pheromone thing, uh, pheromone rather, had been yeah. somewhat uh, debunked, I, you know, because like the, not BO and pheromones are not the same thing. In theory, you should be able to, if somebody took a shower six mm. hours ago, you should be able to like Q-tip. Yeah. Their uh, their armpit right. and stick it under someone's nose and then do it with a piece of paper and someone should have some visible scientific physiological reaction to the pheromones. Then yeah. It's, but I, th- I thought I'd read something where they said there's no, actually uh, not a whole lot. There. I smell stinky armpits and get a boner. So that's your thing. But that's bo. That's not my thing. Bo just, and pheromones are not necessarily the same. There's only thing. two people I've ever done it to, and it worked. Every time. Well, maybe, maybe that is, maybe it is that certain kind of BO that is just a good fit for you. Right. And one was not that stinky because she was never one to try to let that happen. I was always trying to smell her arms after she worked out. And if it did stink, I'd be like, hell yeah, it's on. And then there's That's- this other person that I have seen, a trans guy, yeah. and, and he has some heavy arm BO. And I every time I smell it, I'm like... I'm going to go. Yeah. But yeah, there's like the other, the stinky guys, I try to be polite, but it's hard. I've flinched it before. Like I've been at a bar and I'm like, oh my, I got to move to the other side. I don't know who it is, but that's not. So are you, are you like a fan of the come home from the gym and don't shower? It depends on, see, I'm into everybody, but for different reasons. And then I want to do different things with those people. (laughs) Just completely open, huh? Yeah, you I'm could, trying to be. Could you summarize what you've learned about your preferences and what you've oh. learned about, like, is there a summary that makes some of this concise? I'm a soul fucker. You're a soul fucker. Yeah. Wow. Like, I don't know who you, who you are inside. Yeah. I feel like it's going to work. I've been wrong, but I'm usually right. And then things about you that trigger things that I want to do or have done to me. Do you feel that some people are closed off from letting you? Absolutely. Yep. And then that doesn't work at all. And then that's not a match. Yep. What about you? Uh, well, it's funny. We were just talking about this. One of the guests on the last show was asking me the very same question. Oh, so you've already done in this. In a totally different Boring. context. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm honestly like the most vanilla person that I think I've ever met. And what I said in the beginning of the show really summarizes it mm. pretty well. The sexiest thing for me is women enjoying sex. Mm. Like that is actually the number one thing to me. And and that can be like, yes, pretty girl, better than not pretty girl. Yeah, usually. But sometimes you just meet 
some, but now, I mean, I've been married. I've been mm-hmm. in a monogamous, a monogamous relationship for a really, really long time. But very often, especially I think as you get older, yeah. you're, yeah, the, you know, everybody loves a, a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. But then you get older and you get into some foods you didn't used to like. It can be somebody that's not conventionally attractive and you're just like, yeah. The best thing I wonder is what that, they're like when they come. Right, but you're yeah, satisfied. Right? <laughs> yeah. But you're satisfied. You, you you're content, right? You're content with yeah, yeah, yeah. With, exactly. So a lot of people have a negative connotation with a vanilla identity, and it's like there's nothing wrong with that if it's it, easier. if you're satisfied. Yeah. yeah. If you're completely satisfied with it, then great. That's that works for it's, you. To me, all the roads are leading back to that yeah. one thing, which is somebody who's you're having a great time and they're having a great time, right. and there definitely is that like. I was like a good kid that got gold stars and likes pats on the head. And sexually, I like the pat on the head of like, wow, you brought me there. So I want to try to take you as far there as you can go. Because when, when I know you don't need to say it, mm-hmm. then you're like, whoa, that was pretty good what you just did right there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good at this. I still want to tie him up though. Him? Yeah. Hmm. See, I want to yeah. say something. I don't, know, I don't know what the, the just outcome is. Just restrict a couple of your senses. Yeah. I don't know if it's plugging your nose and cupping your mouth and just holding you there in torture for a moment. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Oh, God, please do to, this. You know, I, know, I know my wife would be happy if you cut my mouth for yeah, a yeah, couple yeah, of yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's <laughs> but something. Here's, you know, I kind of wanted to ask no, you this. She since you're not, like, I don't, you're not actually like a dominatrix, no. right? So this, I didn't think it was quite the right uh, question for you. Is there some, but I don't, I don't have an interest in that, but I'm not, like, I'm not like strictly Sorry. opposed. Is there, well, you just don't understand when somebody is really good at this. If the mm. right person puts you in a cage the right way yeah. after four days, you're going to love it. Or is it like, no, you just have to be into that. Right, otherwise it's right. not going to compute. Oh, you don't like Brussels sprouts? Wait till you have my Brussels sprouts. Exactly. It's got bacon grease on it. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think it can, it, <laughs> some of that can be part of it. Right? I'm inclined to think I'm just going to want to get out of the cage. <laughs> right. But I could be wrong. Yeah. But you won't know until you try it. Mm. You won't know. Until you climb into that cage and you see what happens as the reality sets in. Yeah. I'm in this. Oh, I'm doing this right now. Wait a minute. Okay, and what is a cage? It confines me. It means I am without my own free will right now. Yeah. I'm stuck in this thing. Like, until you try it, you don't know. I just think my knees are going to hurt. Good, yeah, that's too. part of it. Yeah, that's no, all I can think no, is getting, getting down and playing with my kids isn't as fun now crazy. as it was 10 years ago. <laughs> that's, the part, that's part of it. It's like when uh, people do the rope stuff. Yeah. yeah. It cuts off circulation. Oh, massively. And they know it. Yeah. And that's the point. Yeah. Right. And that one, to me, is, is uh, I'm like, nah, yeah. I don't want to do that. But I would, if someone said, I'm a professional and I'd like to do it to you, I'd do it. Yeah. Just because I've had things where I was like, I don't, like, uh, the cock and ball torture. I'm like, cock and ball torture. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that I would be into that. Maybe for a video to be funny, mm-hmm. but not get off on it. And then I was like, I'm in a, you know. What about I'm sounding? I, I did it. He I did it the worst way I've ever heard I'm of a person so, doing I'm it. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. What was so, your go with well, that? Well, I was drunk. It was after I won a fight. And it was like a big after party. And there was asparagus on the table. So I put it. In there, so it wasn't really like getting off with it. It was more like, "Hey, you guys, look, I can do this." Wait, it was is, a skinny one, but still, like, was it was it cooked and flaccid? Yeah, it, was it? Yeah, the Hard Rock made it for me. <laughs> yeah. Did if, you? If you, you think your Brussels sprouts are great, wait till you try the Hard Rock's asparagus. <laughs> I was say. 
<laughs> Especially when it's been shot out of the eye of my penis. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it consumed after? Please I don't tell know me about that. Come on, we don't remember. It's a blur. I seriously it's don't a blur. remember. A gentleman would never tell. But it's but not I, your w- thing. Not your thing. No, but no, I don't want to. No, because I didn't. I wouldn't say that I would. I that I did it in a way that was performed in a in a sexual way. It was straight up a trick. Yeah. So if somebody was to do it professionally, like, would I let Isabella Sinclair do it? Hell yeah. Yeah. Just because. Oh no. Okay, sorry. I've, I've done it. I forgot. Who can keep it How all straight? How do you forget something like that? Like, you know what else I forgot? That she had a, a electric thing attached to it. Yeah, of course. And she was electrocuting yeah. me down into it. But it was. But that was. But if you did it right now, I'd be like, ah, get it off, get it off. She did all these other things way before. Yeah. Like I got whipped for like forty minutes before, and like had this big uh, adrenaline dump because of the pain that she inflicts. Then she gets you off and puts you on a rack on a bed or whatever, and straps you down. Yeah. But the the high from the whipping, I I was addicted to that. Like yeah. I will go, I go back for that. I want to finish as well. That's my other highlight. But yeah. the the one that rivals it is the. The last whip where I'm like, I can't do another one. And she knows it because she knows I won't say a safe word. I just knuckle, Endure. I just white knuckle it. But she bring me to the point where I'm like, God, please don't hit me with that again, you know? And then after I get off that rack, I'm high. Like, noticeably, I'm like, especially being a sober guy now, I'm like, oh, dude, you got a free one. Like, yeah. you are, you are euphoric right now. And then. She puts the clamps on me, and then there's like nipple things, and then there's breath play, and then I'm like, wait a minute, is something going down? Because I'm blindfolded. I'm like, is something going into my yeah. penis? And I'm like, man, that's not. I hope that's not sounding. Right. And then there's electrocuting and vibrations, and there's so many things going off that I can't even. T- after it, more than once, I've said, okay, what, what did you do mm-hmm. exactly? Because I don't. I I feel like I, I was like, I'm pretty sure you were hitting me in the nipple with. Uh, a wooden bat. And she was like, no, not at all. I was like hitting with this little electric thing. And I was like, I it's amazing. can't tell. I just know that at one point at the very end, every sense is going off and I'm going to finish. Well, th- and it was, and it's, it's, it's hard to rival. We don't give enough credit to the submissive in yeah. our culture. We're always like, oh, those those squirmy weirdos. Like, that's so creepy and gross. <laughs> it's like, yes, there's, of course, the potential and likelihood of sexual gratification in taking on that role of submissive. But, like, can we just for a minute celebrate that, like, that's some brave stuff. Yeah, it's like, like that chick in the musical when she sings Let It Go. Like... <laughs> That's what you got to do. You just got to let it go. That's what I hear in my head when I'm getting a metal rod with electricity run, to rammed down my... But to endure that, to actually offer let yourself... Yeah, but yeah. to say, you know what? I surrender. Yeah. Like, that's an act of insane bravery. Yeah, I like it. And I think that's a lot of what the psychology, the reward in taking on the submissive role, that's what that is. So that high that you're talking about, it's like, yeah, you survived that. But it's also, I feel like because I trusted that person, mm-hmm. you could do that. Like if I didn't know the, like if Glenn Danzig did it to me, <laughs> I would. No, no, you would love it, stop. No, I wouldn't because I, one time we brought up, my wife at the time was like, so you have like a, a dungeon? And he was like, yeah, you guys want to go? And my wife at the time goes, yeah, I might be into that. And he's like, I'll tell you right now, there ain't no fucking safe word. And I was like, <laughs> easy flex off. Like, 
There's no safe word. Like, I don't even know why you would say that. Like, it's, it's just a. It was a bit rude, really. It's dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, wait, you're going to hurt her on purpose? Like, right. no, we're not going. Clan right. Danzig might be a little bit cheesy. It, and, and, just a touch. And angry. It's, yeah. it, I sensed anger from it. I was yeah. like, what? No safe. Don't even. Don't say that. Like, you're not making it well, sound good at all. Some people take on that dominant role for the wrong reasons. Right. You know, yeah, for yeah, like okay. dangerous, oh, screwed yeah. up reasons. Okay, so I was right. I don't want to be in like the no, you don't. the breath play. I did the breath play with her, and she would make it where not when you breathe in, when you breathe out. So you got no air in your lungs, and then she takes the air yeah. away. Yeah. And it's and I'm like, do you know how much longer I have? Before I need to suck air in? Yeah. Because I know, but how do you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm about one more second away from suffocating. And then she takes her finger off and I get air again. I'm like, man, she is playing with my mind so hard. Yeah, you're here. Yeah, it was really cool. And a bed vacuum. I was in a bed vacuum. Oh, I love those. I did one of those once. That was a wild experience. Were you fully encased or was your head out? Yeah, I was fully encased and then I had a mask on so I was blind and I had just a little hole to breathe in. But when she turns the vacuum on... It like you know, like a meat sealer. You know when they the when you yeah put, vacuum seal yeah, yeah vacuum right. seal. It's like Han Solo in yeah. um, is it Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, you look it? like that. You look because it's just like <laughs> mask to your skin, but when it sucks you up, it feels like you're off the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you can't see, you don't. I just feel like I'm kind of floating, like suspending. Yeah. And were the, you tickled then? Oh yeah. Yeah, the tickling. Yeah, she was doing a lot of stuff. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> once you're in that, you can't do anything. No, you can't. You can't. Do you just got to go with it. That's right. It's very, it's very freeing. Yeah, like, we, I feel... we we love control. We want control constantly yeah. as human beings in our you know progressive world today. We want control. Let so, it go. Let it go. Let it go. Right. Like a wise Disney princess once said. That's that's. I, <laughs> I, I, didn't know, story. I had no idea that's what she was talking about, but she was right. She was spot on. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you got to let it go. Well, I can't believe we already need to wrap this up, but we already need to wrap this up. All right. Well, shocking. Thanks for being on the show. I want to learn more. Where does everybody else go to find you to learn more if they're like me? Where do I do direct addresses? I want to stare them down right, right in the there. eyes, right there. Uh, you want more Laura Desiree in your life? Uh, she's available. All you have to do is go to lauraxdesiree.me uh, or check out my YouTube series, Red Umbrella Talk, at redumbrellatalk.com. Lots of info about sex work and the realities of it. So uh, come get it. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks, really guys. appreciate it. <laughs> See you guys next week. If you want more, Jason, it's uh, patreon.com slash where we do too many shows. Take care of each other. Don't die. <laughs>